Action! Originally, I was kind of motivated by making money or getting famous or, or uh, Oscars and such like that. And, and um, you're not gonna get to that place that way. It's not gonna mean anything that way. And so once all that was taken away, you know, when the two films were, were not successful and, and nobody went to see them and there was no hope of any of that stuff, I just, all I was left with was, well, what do you wanna do for a living? What do you wanna, what do you wanna do? What makes you happy? And I said, well, you know what? I enjoy writing, writing this, this story about this kid and about him believing and that he sees ghosts and about this guy. And I just, I'm enjoying this. That's why I wanna tell stories about. Stop thinking about the, oh, I want this. And I just started telling stories that I, I love to tell. And um, then, then I, and, uh, ironically, I got all those things that I wanted. everyone welcome to another episode of struggle session thank you as always to the blue wire network uh for the you know the ad supported episodes if you'd like to check out the ad free episodes you can go to patreon.com slash struggle session sesh dot plus i think struggle session dot substack dot com um but thank you all for listening um today uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of a 2023 horror roundup um and i'm joined by my friend, uh, my old roommate and host of the Doughboys <laughs> podcast, uh, Mike Mitchell. Mitch, what's going on? How Jackie are you? Jackie Boy, th- th- uh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. A 2023 horror roundup. Which... I, I mean, I'm trying to make it in some ways have some kind of umbrella, but basically it's just movies that we've both seen. Which I kind of, I'll, I'll say this. I do think that, well, look, some of the only movies that will be made now are horror movies. Uh-huh. And so that is like. I feel like they're like that's we should get used to that because that's I mean, I like horror. Yeah, I know you are a horror fan, but really like do I like modern horror? I don't know. Do you like Blum horror? Do I like Blum? I mean, are are, are either these we're going to be, by the way, talking everybody about me three again and uh, (laughs) knock at the cabin. And I actually can't remember are these Blumhouse. I think they might not be or is me three again a Blum a Blum? Me three again might be a Blum. It's. Mithrigan is produced by James Wan, right? Uh huh. So I think it might be a blunt. Is it? I don't know. My issue is that I thought that Mithrigan was, uh, which I never have called it until I heard you say it, was, (laughs) was, was, I thought that was directed by James Wan. And I do think that he's good. I like James Wan too. Um, But whatever. We're going to do it in a second. We we both, we both liked his last Malignant Malignant a lot. I mean, like, I loved Malignant. Malignant. I mean, there's a funniness to James Wan. Horror, you know, that yeah. almost and it's a weird thing, too. And we'll talk about this with Megan and maybe we should just get into it. Is that like James Wan horror? And for some reason, it works with his. 
Um, but it's part of this kind of new, like, not scary horror sure. that is like almost like kind of brightly lit and looks like kind of doesn't really look like a horror movie. Yeah, I, I'll say this though, because because he did he did because Juan did Conjuring, right? I think he did a couple of the Conjurings. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, well. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. look. I'm gonna look up Juan on the yeah, old look up, look up uh, uh James Juan. Oh, you well, no. Go ahead. Go into whatever you're gonna talk about because I don't mean to jump ahead. No, I mean I don't know. I mean the, we're doing a horror roundup episode. We're talking about the couple. Uh, we're gonna talk about Megan and we're gonna talk about Knock at the Cabin. And Megan was in you know not wide release late mm-hmm. last year, but did come out in wide release here in 2023. And then also got like a... Oh, is that true? It wasn't wide... Re- it wasn't in wide till like the start of this year. Oh, wow. And then it right. also got like a surprise streaming release, like mm. just kind of dropped over one weekend. Um, and people seem to really like Megan. Uh, there seems to be like a... For some reason, people are kind of very into Megan. Um... And I personally was not that into Megan. I am not into Megan either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it's funny because we're in like a. I'm just like thinking we're we're, we're here in. We won't have to say the exact day, but we're in February. Yes, right we're now. in February. I don't know when this releases, but we're in February, and so it's like the first. You know, like we're almost we're getting close to the first quarter of the year here. Mm-hmm. We're like you know, but I'm like. I'm like everything that's like big and popular that I've that I've like even things that I've gone to the movies for and video games I've played like I played Dead Space. Uh huh. Because like, they did a re-release of that, right? They did a re-release, and I like it. Is that it, new? That's like just came out the re-release. That just came out. I haven't yeah. really been keeping up, but yeah, okay. I liked it. I hundred percented it. I uh, <laughs> it was like one of those things of you're doing Death Stranding now, right? I am doing Death Stranding, and I like it, but I. I mean, you know this from living with me. It's like that sort of thing of like, I almost want to, I like play till like four in the morning to like, so that I can like beat. You need to find all the gems. I need to find all the gems, but also like, I'm like, now that I've started this, like now I just like want to beat this and get it over with. Yeah. Because like that is, that's how I feel about a lot of video games now. And they're also too long. That's like an issue. And I'm not sure how long Death Stranding is, but I like loved Death Stranding when I started it. And then Dead Space came out and I play and I was like. I'll do Dead Space quick because I, I bet you I can like beat this quickly. And then it was like, you know, 60 hours or whatever. Yeah, I, De- Death Stranding also is a long game. Yeah. It is like it is a good 40 to 60, even just for the main story. And that's even if you don't, which I do, um, you can like rebuild all the highways and like make it so that you're basically just and like you can get a truck in Death Stranding. Yeah. And so like if you rebuild all the highways and you get the truck, you can just take on all the side missions and literally be like an Amazon delivery driver. And that's like <laughs> there's something very satisfying and funny about like just like taking on huge loads of deliveries and just driving them around the world. I mean, I loved it and I'm still early on, but yeah. also that game also has a little horror aspect to it. Oh, it for sure does. It for sure does. Anyway, this is all that's a but, little bit. But I was aside, just saying, yeah. I was but I'm saying I'm saying in all the in everything, Dead Space and then the biggest show is is The Last, last of, of Us. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, and then like the only movies like the last couple movies that I went to the theater for, which is on me. I should be going to the theater more anyway. And I got AMC a list, so well, I sure. should go well, we're more. We're all on the A list, but um, which by the way, people were very upset about. You know, AMC is charging more money for different seats and stuff like that. Yeah. That thing in the news. I'm sorry. Maybe this is, and maybe this is elitist of me, <laughs> but as a member of the A list, 
I don't care. Yeah. And it doesn't affect my A-list yeah. in any way. Uh, you all pay extra. Don't like go sit in the front row, do whatever. Like if you're not on the A-list, I don't care. I, I just don't like when people complain about my buddy Mike has sent me this and I'm like, and I'm like, also like, you don't care about movies, Mike. It's like, it's like, it. I care. like for me, I'm like, fine, I'll pay like $2 more to like <laughs> get the better seat. Like I want to go to the movies. Sure. Whatever. I, I mean, mean, I, I mean, I get why people who aren't a list are annoyed about it, but sure. not a problem for me. Because I'll, I'll I'm a list and I'll always be a list. Yeah, but also you can still get the same price. You just go to different seats. Right. Um, I, I in fact, it'll probably keep the the good seats open for us a listers. I mean, that's more often. That's kind of how I feel. <laughs> um, but also this ties into Megan is that I'm like, so often I go to the theater and there's no one there unless I'm going to like a Marvel movie, yeah. which I try to do. Like maybe I'll see the Marvel movie tonight because it's a Sunday. And you're gonna go see Ant Man. I might go see Ant Man at like Sunday at like ten. You know, I heard I saw an article that said the ants are better than ever. <laughs> I actually didn't. I haven't seen. I I don't think I saw Ant Man and the Wasp, but uh, so I like didn't realize that Ant Man. I thought Ant Man just became small. I didn't realize he actually also does anything with ants. Like he like ain't makes ants do stuff. He got he can control ants and he can grow big. Uh-huh. Uh and I don't I like I don't know what happens in this one but like it's funny cuz like a lot of these people's contracts are coming up so like a lot of there's like rumors that a lot of people are going to like die which is like they all want it's that funny thing of like they all want to probably get out of these contracts. I like they're not good. They're not good and the, I mean like su- superhero movies kind of you know we've talked about this plenty of times they've destroyed movies in many ways and 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 these people like they they like these actors did these movies for cheaper this but. is this is the 31st marvel i yes. think i saw in a review this is if you were calling them properly this would be called marvel 31 ant-man and the wasp quantum mania <laughs> and was it worth it for everyone? I, I don't know. It don't feels know. like, I, honestly, this one is opening pretty big. I just heard a thing on the radio that's like it opened at $105 million, which is pretty big for post-COVID box office. That's pretty big. But it is like waning. And you do see like the Rotten Tomatoes <sighs> score is like 50%. Like it feels like people are getting a little bit tired you know, of but- them. And, and especially like kind of Endgame. I didn't really like all the Marvels even up to Endgame. And yeah. Endgame is not that good. But... Has has end in the title. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it did kind of feel like an end. Yeah, I think I felt- even I think even Marvel fans, like the ones that are not like the like true blue believers, but like yeah. people that just are like, I'm gonna see them all, are kinda like, they're still doing them? Like yeah. I mean, we're watching like Ant Man. I wonder about the next Avengers movie they're doing that is not gonna have any of the Avengers yeah, in it's, it, really. I mean like, the next hey, Avengers like, movie is gonna be let's see what happens. I feel like it's going to be that one's going to be wonky. It feels like they had a place where they could wrap it up. And look, it's that weird thing that like I'm not rooting for. I'm not rooting for any movies to fail because I want the movies to. Yes. To, I'd like I, the movie theaters to exist. I want movie theaters to exist. I do think exist. there should be separate movie theaters for the Marvel movies. But yeah. that's an aside. I mean, but that's the other issue. I can't really like root for corporations that are like actively trying to destroy I mean, the movie business. This is the funny thing is that like, you know, we were like very pro Avatar and I did like the Avatar movie and yeah. there's stuff about obviously I'm like okay, it is for better or worse like an auteur franchise even though it is a franchise. Yeah. But it is hilarious that with 
the like consolidation of the entire entertainment industry, you're basically like, am I rooting for Disney or am I rooting for Disney? Yeah. Or am I rooting for Disney? Like the the variations and the gradients of like what you can even root for is, you know, that, diminishing. That sucks. And it actually brings me to a point about Megan. Yeah. Is that I'm like, I go to movies all the time and they're like completely empty and you see movies that are good, do bad in theaters. And Megan, when I saw Megan, uh, I, I was like shocked by how many people were in the theater. Like there were so many people in the theater I saw in 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 Braintree, uh huh, and there, like th- there were just so many. Did you see it opening weekend? I saw it opening weekend, and more than bef- ever before, there were like so many young women in the theater, and I had never. It was right. like Megan was kind of a like it was well liked by young women, right? And yeah. like, and I I don't know. Like, I guess we should just talk about the movie to each their own. It's fine. I want people to like movies. So, you know what I mean? I'm not really like so serious about like, oh, you shouldn't like it or whatever. But like Megan, I watched this movie. It's not a scary movie. It's not a scary movie. I'm going to say this outright. I think that the movie sucks, but I also (laughs) do like. I'd rather I I, I, like I'm happy for Megan to get success because at least it's like, oh, you're kind of doing not really an original idea, but like. In a, like kind of a fun, interesting. It's something. I, mean, I don't know. It's it's a movie that is not part of a franchise. Like, mm-hmm. is it just like girl Chucky? Um, in some ways, it's actually more like girl Mark Hamill Chucky. It's like yes. the Mark Hamill Chucky reboot, but as like a girl doll. Man, um, that Mark Hamill. Did we see that together when we went? Did you go to, to Tonga? I didn't see it with you. I I did. I have seen it, but but uh, we went to Tonga Room. Yeah, and then we all went. <laughs> to i mean maddie was there there was like a good crew crew of people did i there. go i don't remember you maybe were maybe there i might have gone and then gone. we went to burbank because and, and we saw chucky at yeah. the burbank theater and it was like so i i mean i thought the chucky reboot sucked i, I like i mean I, this was also before the chucky renaissance where now they do have like a popular and can canonical you know whatever the show on like the sci-fi FX show sci-fi yeah yeah i think it's on sci-fi but or also, usa or maybe oh, it's one of these things where it actually right. is no difference because it's all the same building and they just play <laughs> yeah. it on both channels anyway and channels don't even exist anymore some like viacom or yeah. whatever but, but viacom uh, plus yeah is where it is. it's a viacom plus show yeah i the Chucky reboot made me bad because the original creators were like, "Hey, they like cut us out of this." Yeah, Don Mancini. Yeah, Don Mancini, like who's the, like the guy who's had control of all the. Yeah, and that and then like seeing it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this like does." And there was a weird loophole where they had the rights to the first one, right? Like yeah. that's what it was, so they could like reboot see, the first one. You don't see the bride in there, you know. Anyway, it was that's a weird movie, but this one. It actually does share some of the Chucky thing because this is really it's not so much as much about like a murderous little doll because Chucky's all about magic. It's all about like this the body of a a murderous soul gets put into a doll. This is about the dangers of AI. This is the dangers of tech kind of movie. It is. Here's my thing with Megan. I. The doll itself, I think, is kind of interesting and has kind of a weird and funny look. And like, it there's looks, something okay about good. the doll. I just really, for the rest of it, don't even see what the appeal is. Kind of, there's no real good kills in this movie. There's no good deaths. I mean, it's PG thirteen. It's not scary. It's not. It's not scary. 
it's also kind of like weirdly confusing where like um what's her name allison uh williams williams yeah like brian williams jr (laughs) brian williams jr they get back to like her place and like she has she's kind of unlikable and then her next door neighbor has a dog and then she's like keep your dog off or like i'm gonna like put it down basically and i'm kind of like wait i'm supposed to like root for this lady who's like (laughs) threatening to kill a dog that's like bad guy speak yeah and then like and then Megan does kill the dog, yeah. which I like don't like at all. I didn't like that at all. There's been movies that like where like that shit like that happens and they but they're like usually a lot better. And this was like I was like, why why are you killing this? I, mean, I like felt bad for the dog. I think it speaks to something, which is where this movie really falls apart. I think is that it doesn't like make sense who Megan is killing and why she's killing. Because mm. when it was killing mm. the dog, I'm like, oh, okay, so she's she protecting. is protecting the little girl or taking in things like AI by osmosis and then, like, acting on it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, the same with, like, the little boy that she kills later on, too. Yeah. Um, but then, like, it becomes about, like, that they're doing, like, a presentation on the web, and she sort of just starts killing, like, everybody around randomly, you know? Yeah, it's not about protecting the girl. It's not about protecting Allison Williams. She just is killing because she can kill. She's killing, yeah, she's she killing the AA guys because they're, like, trying to, I don't get that, is because they're trying to, because they're trying to shut her down? I think or? they were trying to decommission her, but then, so that one, I'm like, okay, maybe self-preservation, although it doesn't really fit the rules of the rest of the movie, yeah. but then, like, we get her killing, you know, the sort of Steve Jobs of the company, kind of just because. Yeah. And the same, like, she also, like... Steve this- Jobs of the company, who I was like, I, I like, with his whole character, you're like, it's kind of trying to be funny. I, I mean, it was just... Yeah. it was, And it doesn't quite fit for me, but he's trying to be funny, but he's kind of trying to be funny almost in a weird bro-y way or yeah. something. And, I, I mean, whatever. Obviously... This is the on vogue thing right now to have innovators kind of as the villain of the thing because they're an obvious clownish part of our society, you mm. know, that we all can recognize their goofballs. But it was funny, though, to also kill the guy who stole the idea for Megan. Remember that guy? Like, right. it was, I was like, isn't isn't that the sequel that you're setting up? Is that I mean, maybe that is already <laughs> maybe that is already set up. Yeah, I mean, maybe he sent he it away. Sent it he nedried it. He nedried it away already. <laughs> he already nedried it to, uh, to the other folks. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like Megan, I just I don't know. Uh, uh, it doesn't even really have that James Wan magic. He didn't direct. He just produced. It has weird little touches like when Megan very randomly just like dances before she kills the guy. I'm like, that feels like a little James Wan touch, but also feels completely out of place. And I don't understand it at all. That dance to me, I'm like, Oh, so like the marketing, like the marketing of this movie is, I'm just looking to make, I'm just seeing, seeing the time. Don't okay. Worry about it. The marketing of this movie. And honestly, the editing of the trailer are good because like, that dance it, when you see it in the movie, you're like, oh, it's like quick, and I like wouldn't even really like register it that much. Yeah. But like then, like in the trailer where they're like, like elongating the dance, that's like three seconds into yeah. like fifteen seconds. It's a weird little TikTok thing, and does feel out, oddly out of place. And yeah, I don't know. My big thing also, with- but you never really see. I mean, like you see some of this stuff of her being like, like I'm Megan and I'm your friend, and like the commercials that feel like. Hey, oh, these these commercials. My, my friend Justin Kylie was like, "Oh, these commercials feel like exactly like what 
my daughter and he didn't like it either. And, and, but, but, and that's who I, that's who I saw it with. But like, like these commercials feel exactly like what my daughter's like are marketed towards my daughters now. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And then like, he said this to me during it. And then later on though, it's like there, you don't really, there is like no like TikTok or like, let's, she sings the song at one point, which is probably the best moment in the movie. Yeah, she when she makes up her weird little song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When that's and that's great, and that feels like very like oh, this like feels like a weird toy that would do this or whatever. Uh, as a horror movie, it doesn't really feel like that scary to me, and it doesn't have like the internal logic necessarily yes. that I want to have. From, I agree with that. From movies, you know, um, and so I I just was not the biggest Megan fan, and I don't know. I I do appreciate the sort of the one the James Wan cinematic, not cinematic universe, but just the James Wan industries kind of building out its weird little corner of brightly lit and kind of funny horror movies. I agree with you, but I do like that. I'm just like, Oh, I like now I just wish that he directed it basically. I, me too. Yeah. So here's Wan did the, he did the conjuring. And then I remember why I was kind of like, I don't know about Wan, but then in hindsight, I do think it's good, but I didn't like it back in the day was, he saw was his big oh well, yeah one. saw but that's that really feels like contract work you know what i sure. mean that's like more like he got you know a break and got hired to work on this conjuring is a really weird series that i do kind of like actually yeah conjuring with it being like actually based on this real ghost hunting pair of like those are real people and yeah. they're real they're actual real con artists who exist in real <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, they're they're like shitty, but also which is very funny. I think that the Conjuring movies, like I went and see them. I haven't rewatched them, but like they did scare me when I first saw them. And then like also like Ab- what is it called? A- Abigail, Annabelle, Annabelle, yeah. Abigail, uh, Annabelle, and like the kind of like some of the sequels did yeah. and the spinoffs. Do you think Annabelle is gonna meet Megan? Annabelle, I mean, they might as well do it. Annabelle does seem, it's funny because Annabelle does seem kind of like they're like bankable one, too. She's like, the, like they've had multiple spinoffs of like Annabelle. Like, and Annabelle, they'll like, she'll like show up in the background of the, when they go in. It's like the Conjuring family, they have a little like, you know, the uh, trophy room. Yeah. They have a little trophy room with all their ghost trophies. And Annabelle is in there. I forgot the one that was, I think it was the original Annabelle I did think was like scary. And then like, isn't the is the nun really? Oh, that's the Conjuring too. I don't know. Whatever the Conjuring is kind of a weird one because they like they are like unrelated except for that it's this couple. You know what I mean? Like they're not well, really yeah. sequels, but it's like they're just on another sort. It's almost like a like um like a procedural or something like that. You know? Well, and then in like now that they're like a franchise, they have try to kind of connect all of them too which is funny yeah, right. is like maybe i haven't seen all of them i mean it's just i mean like that little trophy room is like a part of it right where yeah like, yeah like uh but it's also funny wow. when they're like they're like annabelle the ghost it's real all of it <laughs> or when they say like it's just very funny like when they like come up with like the demon who's responsible for whatever haunting it's like right it's the demon whatever you know like Kratu <laughs> when you're it like it's so funny that they're, that they're real people it's very funny that I mean and there. like we're I mean and the stuff that's come out like that they're just con artists they're con artists and also like kind of fucked up yeah, in fucked like up many people. ways yeah um, it's like if the priest from from uh from the exorcist was like a real priest <laughs> who was out there still just like 
Yeah, has a, and has also, he was like Cardinal Law. He was or one of the bad ones. Yeah, one he's of the, like bad one of the bad priests. One of the very bad priests. But Juan did so. I mean, I'm just looking at his filmography, I, I, I'm I, like, so he did Aquaman, which was uh-huh. okay. I mean, Aquaman, as far as these idiotic superhero movies go, I'm like, Aquaman was uneven, had some bad, like, had some really bad, like, quippy dialogue, yeah. but then also had an underwater battle sequence where there were, like, crab men fighting, and I'm yeah. like, there's stuff about Aquaman that I do like and think is insane and funny. There's there's things about Aquaman I like, all right? I like it probably, like, with superhero movies, I maybe, like, if you have a midpoint, I probably like it over the midpoint. It's probably, but... yeah, like, at, like, the... It's at like the the tier the low the low edge of the A tier of the superhero movies. And he did Insidious and Insidious Two, and, when, and I didn't love Insidious the first time I saw it, but when I revisit Insidious, I do like it more. And I and Insidious also like kind of weird. And now that like I know James Wan, I'm like, oh, that fits his like. He does have weird an, like there. He does have a vibe to his yeah. movies, and I do kind of appreciate that. I do appreciate it. And it's a weirdly kind of commercial, but very but distinctive and, and odd vibe. And so I, I do appreciate that about a James Wan. I'm going to say this. He did, So Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Malignant, which we talked about. Yeah, yeah. And then the big one for Wan that I forgot is that he did Furious 7, which is like, that's, I oh, feel yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like that made him like a superstar, basically. Yeah, James Wan, I, I, I don't dislike, actually. I think James, of, of the kind of weird new crop of, like, of Hollywood directors, like, James Wan does have something going on I there. think he's, he's interesting, which is like a lot of, there's a lot of directors who aren't yeah. interesting. And I thought, it's weird because I thought the design of Megan was good, but I did think the movie was kind of, like, wholly uninteresting and had, like, a few moments, like, her singing and the commercial and stuff, but it's very funny when they like introduce you to the to Allison Williams robot that she made, and you're <laughs> like, "Oh, this robot is gonna be like the robot that saves the yeah, day." Yeah, like in we the meet end. like a boxing robot, like yeah. a robot, a big gigantic boxing robot that you can control. And it's also funny that it's like this robot like didn't really work out. You're like, "Why?" It's like, <laughs> I'm like, she's like, "I built this insane robot in in college, and <sighs> it didn't really work, but it's it's beautiful." And, it's like, you know, what, what did it work about uh, this? What? Like, maybe you should have tried to go work for like the military. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not like a toy, but. And um, then that robot helps. And then, like, it is funny to see, like, the, like, me- like Megan with her face off or, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, where you're just like, oh, this almost feels like Terminator-y. Chucky like, also. Later. Like, they yeah. do all this kind of stuff. Although, I, Chucky, I like better because Chucky bleeds. And also, Chucky's just, Chucky is Chucky's turning funnier. into a human. I mean, that's the great thing. Yeah. Of, like, is when he, like. When he wakes up with a new doll, he's slowly turning into like a like yeah. a human being. It's basically. also just funnier. He like cusses more and stuff like that. Chucky can... is great. Yeah. Child's Play Two, I think, is like an underrated horror classic. I love Child's Play Two. I mean, Child's Play One is great. Yeah, obviously. And then Three is like a little wonky, but Three's I Three's the one where it's like he's at they're at like military school. They're at military, military school, camp. and yeah. it's like not. It's not. It's like one of those like bad kind of ninety movies, but I I. It holds a spot in my heart. I know it's not great. Yeah, it's not that I probably great. like it more than Megan. Four and five, though, get then kind of crazy. They reinvented themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with the Chucky movies. Like, when they did Bride of Chucky and all that shit, like, 
those movies are even cursed like even getting up through all like the kind of cheap ones and it's like don mancini is just like he's the most obsessed with his continuity and i kind of love it and i do too and he has he has um uh the daughter of who's the guy that plays chucky obviously we we know the name yes oh fuck uh i mean he's great because now now i can think of his mark hamill but he's kind of like a hamilly kind of actor guy yeah i mean he's 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 in in deadwood uh i mean also he's uh worm tongue he's green worm worm tongue and uh Jesus, hang on, I'm gonna know, have to find it right now. Brad Dorif, Brad Dorif, Brad Dorif, and Dorf. Fiona and Fiona Dorif. He has Fiona Dorif like becomes the new lead of the Chucky movies. Like there is a funny like family element to the Chucky's, and then now in the TV show, which I haven't watched the second season, but the first was like okay. Uh, Fiona Dorif plays Brad Dorif in the flashbacks. She's like playing Ow. him as a young man, and he's voicing over her. I like that a lot. I I also like, you know, I should watch the Chucky ser- series because I do feel like that is like, I mean, him bringing back the actors like in Curse of Chucky, it's like some of the old survivors. It's right? also insane that the TV show is very funny because it does have like Jennifer Tilly, who I think in Bride of Chucky. They make it so that like Jennifer Tilly actually as the actress or yeah. something like that yeah. is like a part of it or is she's like she's got, you know, Bride of Chucky's like brain in her or something. Yeah. And so the TV show does have Jennifer Tilly as Jennifer Tilly That's coming good. to town and like buying a house <laughs> and people being like, you know, I loved you in uh, what's the Wachowski's first movie. I can't remember right now, but whatever. Oh, that's funny. Uh, it is very funny. It's a weird. What a weird series. And. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's Megan. Megan. I mean, it's, 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 it, it goes to show that like we were talking about Megan and then reminiscing about, about like, Chucky. Chucky. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Megan someday will be Chucky. You know, if they if they really keep at it with Megan, there's something that kind of appeals. It did have crossover success. Like it was a big movie that people talked about, although it didn't unseat Avatar like the next movie we'll talk about actually did do. It, it did, and I, I weirdly made that prediction. I didn't think I was going to be right. And yeah, then- you made the prediction um, that that Knock at the Cabin might finally be the movie uh, to knock Avatar out of number one uh, at the weekend box office, and mm-hmm. you turned out to be right. I, I didn't think so. I was like, no, it's going to be Avatar until Ant-Man. Uh, but Knock at the Cabin did... It pulled it off. It unseated Avatar after at long last. After- and you know what? I think it's kind of fitting. I'm almost kind of happy that it knocked it off before Ant-Man did. I, I, it is kind of nice to not have to... The, the crown goes instead to, uh, to you know, what's his name? Uh, M. Knight. Goes to M. Knight, yes. It doesn't get handed off to uh, Peyton Reed or, you know, I don't know. Here's the thing about Knock at the Cabin. I loved it. Yeah. And I then have heard people have kind of like mixed reviews about it. And I, I really... I went and I really enjoyed it. I I I I I like. I think it's a straightforward. Like it's kind of straightforward for an M Night mm-hmm. movie, and I think some people wanted it to be like you know what's really going on here. Or right. Are these people just crazy? Like I think it doesn't do that, and it kind of does like faint at that idea. And if yeah. I was going to understand a complaint or levy a complaint at it myself, I'm like I just. When it kind of tries to mislead you into thinking that they're like not telling the truth, I just never was tricked with that. Like sure. I never once yeah. thought that they weren't like 
like actively correct you know and that's um, maybe from like the tra- they didn't show anything but they also like in the trailer like showed planes crashing so i was like wait it feels like it really is a, a and like they there's show- also kind of like a little bit of a weird like the guy the the the, the people like dave batista and the rest of the crew like they don't seem crazy. They don't seem like crazy, if you want if you wanted to do that, you should maybe throw in a moment where he's like talking to himself or like hitting himself or something like that. But yeah. they seem so like earnest and like true that yeah. like it kind of just I was like, well, of course, they're telling the truth. Like this is these guys. They all, you know, uh, uh, they but I did like the movie a lot, too. I like the movie a lot, too. And it is a straightforward movie. Um, that is like small, but big in a weird way. Like it is, you know, all about, you know, kind of almost like a, a home invasion movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but one thing I really liked about it was Dave Batista and the invaders. Something I thought was really unique about it was that they didn't want to be there. And that like there's a vi- there's violence and fucked up stuff in this movie, but I like that that they're throwing up when they have to kill someone. Like everybody's <laughs> freaking out. They don't like it. Like there's almost nobody really menacing in this movie, which is kind of interesting. I like that as well. I I, I also just like that like it just starts off like in Dave Batista's in the first scene, being uh-huh. like, hey, to like the little girl or whatever. I also if there's a if there's wrestler if there, you know, if there's like wrestlers that are actors, I would. If there has to be wrestlers that are actors, I guess I should say. Yeah. I I like, but I think I, Batista's good. And also, wrestlers are actors. I shouldn't say. I'm yeah. just saying, like, I, it's annoying that you know, like the biggest comedy stars are The Rock and John Cena. That's what I'm trying to say. But but those are our funny men. Those are our funny men. So I I like. Wrestle. I like Batista, and I I, I, think, I like Batista is what I'm trying. I think to say. Batista is also like wanting to do different stuff. Like I did like you know, and this is might be just my Marvel movie prejudice or something, but I liked that he was like, I just don't want to be fucking Drax for the rest of my life, and like I was glad that they got rid of Drax, you know. And yes, it feels like he kind of wants to do some weirder movies and play different roles. I thought his character in this movie was quite good, actually. This like buff gentle giant like pe teacher guy yeah who like you do buy doesn't want to kill and doesn't want to be there and you know uh, um i really liked him in this actually and a kind of weird there's a weirdness to him and the rest of them um that was appealing and i do think that he like it maybe that is just what batista's like in real life i, I can't i can't tell i but I, I i saw this at a alamo draft house i saw it with drew mcweeney oh nice we, i saw i saw a knock of the cabin and and it was uh we both liked it a lot i i i i liked old i did like old and i know that you you thought old ruled i'm an old fan i like old. i like old but i was like with old i was kind of like i like this but it's also kind of crazy and uh, like a little like knock of the cabin i thought was like one of his best movies. It's broad. Like, uh, Knock at the Cabin is broad. I'm actually yeah. just glad that M. Night is like back doing his own thing. And, you know, uh, um, the, the twist of Knock at the Cabin is kind of the no twist twist. Yes. The, the twist of Knock at the Cabin is they were telling the truth. They were unequivocally telling the truth. And I really like Knock at the Cabin for how far it goes. Like, you know, I, in some ways, like I was expecting this to be a movie that was like intimate and about them just sort of making the decision, you know, that they'd have to kill them. And the weird, almost twilight zone, you know, 
getting into how do you decide to kill someone. But this movie ends with God smiting the earth. Like, fully. Like, planes falling out of the sky. Like, lightning hitting the ground. And, like, doesn't end up feeling so big. Like, he actually is able to marry the kind of, there's all this going on in the world, but this is an intimate movie about this family making a choice. And I did, this does go into some of my criticisms, which is what I was basically looking for on my phone, sure. Jack, if you're wondering why I was looking for my phone. <laughs> but, like, some of the, there are a little bit of, like, some wonky effects like but mostly on the tv sure that's how they have to relay like this is uh that like the, the plagues are happening they have to like keep reshowing these tvs and stuff like that and also the other thing that i didn't think that they had to do is watching it like you get that they're supposed to be the four horsemen of the apocalypse but then also like they say it at one point at the end of the movie is like guess what i realized those were the four, four horsemen, horsemen of the of- apocalypse <laughs> and you're like you're like, yeah, no, sure. we, all, we all got that. And also, like, to me, like, that almost for some people will probably be like, that's the twist is that they're the four horsemen. <laughs> it's like, that's not really what it was. Like, I wish that it's they. It's kind of not a twist movie. Like, it is no. just like a, it's about a family. You know, I thought that the actors were good, actually. Uh, uh, the acting is great. Mm-hmm. And the acting is great. And you know what? A great Grint movie. Uh, <laughs> Rupert Grint is back. Rupert, Rupert Grint is back. You know, I, it, they did feel like you don't they have got to like those of- shitty Harry Potter. Like you don't have to look. I never liked Harry Potter, so I can pat myself on the back over yeah. that. But now I don't I- know. Isn't it? Aren't you? Isn't it better to have liked Harry Potter and have abandoned it? You know, isn't that actually braver? Maybe that's the well. No, you know what? I always, I always knew it was. You bad. always knew. I always knew. Yeah, I mean, it was an open secret. <laughs> it was an open secret in Hollywood. We knew in Hollywood. We knew it was an open secret. Grint is Grint is. I think Grint is great in it. I mean, like, I think all of. I think act, the acting all around is really great. Mm-hmm. Jonathan I, Groff, I liked in it actually too. There, I, th- I think, and also, you know what? M Night's gone into his like little like close-up phase where he like shoots so many close-ups and it was like actually in old it almost bothered me and in this one it didn't bother me as much but he's like he's, he's staying away from the violence and which i kind of like i think yeah. he, there's a he's restrained a little bit uh in a way this with old it was like because we're like on this beach but like there was so many close-ups that i was like i want to see like more of what's like happening around and here you kind of do like i think that he kind of cut the close-ups in too but here's the other thing M. Knight is a guy, who, a director who can make movies. There's like no doubt about it. There's an intentionality he, to his movie making. He can write them. He can shoot them. He can make movies. He can make movies. Like, sure, we all, everyone went on him for like the happening and stuff like that. But like, if you re, if you rewatch Sixth Sense or The Village or Signs, like all those movies, they're good. And whether look whether you they're like them or not, they're, they're varying degrees of good. Yes, but they these are like movies that are. A, it's a director directing. It's movies. one man's vision, and, yes. and you can tell an M Night movie. Sometimes the dialogue is weird in M Night movies. Yeah. And people talk weird, but I like that because that's M Night writing the movie. Yeah. Not every wrinkle needs to be ironed out. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you want things that are like distinctive. And also, it's just as like refreshing when you see. A per, like, and I know that we complain about this a lot, and I think people get mad at it. But it's like, you don't know how many like hacky directors there are that direct stuff and don't know what they want, and then they figure out 
what the movie is when they're editing or it. Or they're just like picking up every version so that everybody else can make the decision. It's like, so yeah. they show it to the people that are the, at the studio and they're like, let's go with option C. Like so many movies are choose your own adventure movies for executives. <laughs> um, and that's not an M night. M night is like, this is how it's, we're doing it. We're shooting it like this. And so this is based on a book in the, a short story, a short, sorry, a short story. And uh, that to me is a book. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, a tome, <laughs> eight page story, insurmountable. But this, I think he made a good choice because I, I saw what the ending of the short story was. I guess I didn't. I don't have know to read, what like, is it. Cliff notes. In in the in the end of the short story, they I think they kill the daughter. Oh. And then, like, also, like, maybe the world, like, they did it too late or something. I don't. I, I, Interesting. But it is like a much darker tone, and I, and it is like, look, there, like, and I do kind of like that, you know, the one, the one of the, the one of the two guys, the married couple, yeah, um, is like, is a religious person. And he's the one who's like, I believe it. And like, you have to like, I think that's like an interesting. I think it is interesting. And, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I liked the movie. It was engaging throughout. Um, I think it is like kind of M. Night at his best is kind of doing extended Twilight Zone episodes that yeah. are in the voice of an M. Night. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I, I'm just happy M. Night is making movies again. And actually, I find it kind of crazy that America's like back on board. You know what I mean? Back like, on board, but I did think people were being a little mean to knock at the cabin where I was like, what? This is like kind of just like a straightforward. You're talking about letterboxed people though. Like I'm yeah, talking about how true. it unseated Avatar. Like I yeah. was surprised to see it like be a crossover success and actually like be a, like have a big box office. You know what I mean? Like letterboxed people who fucking, who cares? You know, I got honestly. news for you. What? Right now, as of 2023, it's probably my favorite movie of 2023. We're, we're two months in. That. I, don't, like, I, I don't know say any that. other. I would say that, too. I'm like, well, what else is there? What other 2023 like, movies have I seen? If we're even counting Megan, because Megan was released here in L.A. in 2022, but if I'm counting Megan as a 2023, I'm like, fuck, what have I? I mean, it's like, is it the only movie of 2023? Yeah. So we're having a pretty good hit rate so far for 2023. I do think that this year's I do think that the movies this year there's some good stuff coming look up, right? More interesting than last year's. There's movies. some stuff coming up. There's some interesting things there's coming some, up there, here. There's this this I mean like even even like some of like the like it was that sort of thing of like I was looking at the release schedule and nearly every week up until like May or June I was like there's like something that I would like go and see. Well, it's funny they like they cleared the calendar for avatar so basically no movies got to come out in january mm. they were just like we're not gonna touch it like basically up through ant-man uh oh i'm sure you want to see 80 for brady if you haven't seen it yet is that not your favorite of the year i mean i will see 80 for brady yeah my mom and my aunt and everybody they i mean it is basically it about them yes right? it is <laughs> They're, I mean, they're they're seventy for Brady, I guess, sure. but that 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 is that that does that. F I think that they thought about that when they were going to see it, and they all had a blast. And my mom, you know what, my mom was like very. She was like, "It's not going to win any awards, but like, we, we had a lot of fun seeing it." And you know what, eighty for Brady, a hit. Yeah, uh, it was a weird. <laughs> it was a fucking hit. Just yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff coming out this year. There's, I mean, look, uh, we got a fast movie coming out. We got a fast movie coming fast out. 10. I. 
like the idea of like I don't even like the I, I like saw the trailer for Cocaine Bear and I was like, ugh. But I'm like, you know what? I'll still go see it. Honestly, maybe. Cocaine Bear, I do find the trailer to be annoying too. Yeah. But I'm like, I am happy that's not that's not going direct to shutter. I'm like, I like that they're opening a cocaine bear. Yeah. Whether or not I want to see it or whether or not the tone seems annoying to me from the trailer, I'm like, let's fucking get movies back at the movie theater again. Yeah. Let's go back to the movies. The, co- the tone of cocaine bear maybe does seem annoying, but I am, you know what? Man, I'll go and so see much- it. This is a big fucking year. We have an Insidious coming out. We have an Indiana Jones coming out yeah. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mission Impossible barbie like this is actually like a big summer it's a big summer. it feels like movies maybe could maybe movies could come back movies maybe. are back a lot of superheroes this year too which not not my thing but like there's a shazam blue beetle you know I, I guess they're putting out the marvels or something you know a whole bunch of stuff coming out i'll tell you even just like look craven there's the hunter Ant-Man. what i might even go see Ant. i mean i might see ant-man tonight like it's only and there's cocaine bear and this is this is what I had down. There's Creed three, Creed three, uh, and I've heard Creed three is good. I mean, you know the I, I didn't see Creed two, but Creed one I was kind of like, ah, Creed one worked. There was sixty five, which is the yeah, Adam the, Driver, the the, the the you know instead of going to the future Planet of the Apes, you go to the past. I kind of think that's a fun idea. I think it's a good trailer. What I think is so funny about that movie is I'm like, oh, so we're just like the Jurassic Park dinosaurs are what dinosaurs look like. I'm like, they are not making any choice whatsoever. Yeah. It's like these like velociraptors are the Jurassic Park velociraptors. Yes. Like T-Rex is going to be. The, that's the one that we just believe is true. And also, it doesn't look as good as Jurassic Park immediately. I mean, like it is CGI and like the Tyrannos- I mean, it looks like Jurassic World. It looks like Jurassic World. But I mean, that yeah, I'm sorry. The dinosaur models are exactly yeah. like I agree with you. But I'm saying like. The, like it looks worse than Jurassic Park, the original looked because they're doing CGI. But Wonka is coming out this Wonka's year. Wonka is coming out. What was in? I had Inside on this list here. You know what? I'll even go see Dungeons and Dragons. You're gonna see Honor Among Thieves, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I, I, I think I will. Evil Dead Rise. I'll go see Evil Dead Rise. I'm not so into the Evil Dead reboot verse, but I'll see it all. I mean, I'm well, an A-list. We, I'll we, see all this shit. We talked about it because the issue. My, I saw the Evil Dead remake, and I was like, "I think I might have seen that with you." I'm, I'm, I think we maybe, we maybe did. Yeah, we I, we saw it in like Sherman Oaks. Yeah, I think I might have seen it with you. Yeah, and Harris was. The, I think it maybe was Harris's idea. Um, but I, I liked it at the time, and then I was like, "Oh, this is like what every horror movie does," which almost at the time was like close to happening, anyways. But at the time, I was like, "Oh, that was like a fun." remake of it and the producers of the movie are like were a part of it and i think that there are like some like fucked up things that happen in the movie that are like a cool horror things but like it's not evil dead yeah and evil dead rise to like my issue with it is evil dead movies are supposed to be funny yeah too like evil dead one and two even evil dead one which is less funny than evil dead two it just has a, a weirder oh yeah so i wouldn't say funny but i'm like it has weird and i'm just not yeah. seeing weird in this Yeah, there's like a deer trailer. head on the wall that like laughs and, yeah just weird and, yeah yeah like it doesn't have the weird at least in the trailer that i saw and, and and the first one of the of the reboot series and this one is like more like yeah it feels more like the reboot in the trailer it's funny it's like from the makers of the classic horror and i'm like are you talking about like 
the one from 2012 being a classic horror. Like at this point, like because if it was Sam Raimi, you'd say Sam Raimi in the ad, which is you probably the, say like from the guy who brought you Doctor Strange. This is the thing that we've talked about before. We're like. There's that weird thing where, like, I remember when Godzilla 98 or whatever came out. Yeah. And, like, the way critics would be like, this sucks. And, like, people, like, were mean about movies. And, like, the public was like, we're not going to go see that shit. I'm sure it made good money. Yeah. Especially for then compared to now. But it's that funny thing that happened with people. Even, honestly, even, like, when, like, the Child's Play reboot came out as opposed to, like, now where I'm like, There'll be the, the I think Jurassic World was where I first noticed it, where I was like, people are just nice to this stuff now. People are nice to it. And I was also like, did you, you guys didn't care about like Jurassic Park three or whatever? Yeah. Which and Jurassic then, Park two and three are better than the world. Of course. Easy peasy. And actually Lost World is very forgivable and has a lot of Spielberg magic in it. it. I, I like I like Lost World, but yeah. it's it's funny with three like Jurassic Park 3, and then I, like, look, and I'm like, oh, it was, like, 15 years or 20, you know, whatever. Yeah. It was, like, a lot longer than you thought it was, and I'm like, oh, I guess that is, like, there's just a thing with when time goes by and people have been nicer to these properties or whatever. Yeah. Where, like, in the past, they would write a lot of this shit off, and maybe that's, there. maybe there seems to be, like, a kink in the armor with Marvel now, which I think is maybe a good thing, but I, I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think the Marvels are going to continue to be made forever because they're going to be yeah. popular. But I don't think you ever see an Avengers make Avatar money again. That's my personal opinion. I think that like they're going to be good. They're going to open movies and there's going to be Marvel fans forever. Uh, but I don't think you see like an end game get up to like number three worldwide. My question again. is, is like the way I think about it is like how quickly does like the Avengers campus, like how quickly does that seem outdated? That's my question, which like to me, it's like almost like immediately. Well, it's also a weird thing where it's like, if you think about Avengers, like even the movies over the last 10 years, like weren't they at like Avengers mansion for a while? And then they switched to like Avengers campus. I'm like, in some ways I'm like, does this make it so the movies have to stay in stasis more? Because they have this thing at Disneyland as opposed yeah. to like, like they can't blow up Avengers campus in the movies because that would mean like, well, what the fuck are we going to do with Avengers land? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know I what? wonder if it does make them have to be stuck a little bit more. And this episode isn't long enough for me to get into how amusement park rides also gotten much worse. You know, uh, it's a very shameful thing they've done with the uh, with Mario and the, they, people people over forty inch waist can't get on Mario. That is not forward thinking. And you know what? I'll say this. Also, by the way, I was probably like forty pounds lighter at the time. When yeah. I went, but when Jack and I went and tried to get on the Harry Potter ride, and I. It's the only time ever I got kicked. I couldn't get on a ride. Yeah. But like we 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 did the test chairs and Jack pushed it my 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 thing so that it turned green. Yeah. But we went in and it was the only time ever, including like Six Flags or whatever, that I've ever got turned away and I had to walk away from a ride. And then I did mention this on Doughboys and people were like, like these forty year old guys are like, like uh upset that they can't get on rides. It's like yeah, well like first of all. We were not forty then. Yeah, we weren't forty then. We were we like weren't 40 I was probably then. like thirty two. Probably 33. like still too old, but not in the way that things are now, where no one ever grows up. <laughs> we were we were probably too old, and also like an amusement park made for kids, and it's like 
Well, yeah, but amusement parks are made for everyone. That's Apparently, not. I mean, that, yes, we're supposed to have kids we're bringing there. Yes, but some people are bringing kids there. They yes. should be allowed to get on the ride. Like, and also, it shouldn't. There's no need for the Mario Kart ride to have a 42 inch waist. It's first of all, it looks like it sucks and it yeah. doesn't move fast. You know, they can fit Bowser in a Mario Kart in the games. They have a whole weight class. Wario can fit in these carts. Yes, it's not good canonically. And and when I was walking away from that Harry Potter ride again hate harry potter so it was like fitting that i hated harry potter you bravely walked away from it you said i won't run you got to the front of the line and you're like i won't be riding this yes, she's I horrible I, it wasn't a thing where i got in the seat and they said you can't fit you have to go but also i'll say this i felt really bad about that but also i walked away with like a group of like seven people and and that i was like oh my god i've have i gotten so fat and then i googled it and the harry potter ride was yeah. like notorious for being a little bit sizes and and so too i think the 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 and, mario and kart now mario is kart is right there with it but honestly i was really excited to see mario land and i still am excited to see it but the stuff i've heard i'm like it kind of like the ride people say is not that good and that like it's and it's the only ride they have it's the right only now. ride they have and like they're like the world is cool and immersive but you but like you have to buy like a 40 dollar wristband to like make the blocks make coin noises or some stupid shit like i'm not chomping at the bit my question is how do they not turn how, you've been to to the in disneyland california adventure the cars test track like right. a, how did they not make mario kart like that? it should be fast right and it should be uh, a race they're really on to these like 3d ar rides Ugh. and stuff like that they i don't stink. know I mean, and this, this is my issue with this. My Harry issue. Potter is awful. Like, my, it really is. I know. You know, I've never and I maybe never will. They but. turned off the 3D like it used to be 3D and it was moving you around. And I think that it was like making people too sick. Like they fucked up the ride. Like it's not actually like they like built it wrong and it makes people sick. I'll never be able to experience it the way that you're supposed to. Well, um, I don't know if, if, if maybe you should go on an exercise plan just so you can go on the transphobe <laughs> ride at, at Universal <laughs> Studios. <laughs> But my, I, I think that they use screens too much, and when, even when I rode the Rise of the Resistance, I was like, a little too many screens, and then besides that... Good. That ride's pretty crazy, I think. I think it's crazy in some ways, but I'm also just kind of like, it's like going around like a boring Star Wars factory. In well, some I mean, ways. the problem with it is, is that it's fucking sequel Star Wars, but... We got to stop. We are yeah, well, well get, over time. We didn't get, I don't think we got people too mad. So why are we going to start to get them? Yeah, we're, we're well over time at this point. Um, uh, Mitch, thanks for joining. Thanks for having people me. People can find you at the Doughboys podcast. Yeah, Doughboys podcast and the Doughboys double on Patreon. Wally yeah. joined us for the end of it. Wally, Wally is here. Um, I take uh, allergy medication, so it's actually not irritating me to wow. be around a cat. Um Thanks for listening, everybody. That's Megan and Knock at the Cabin and also theme park rides, I guess, a little bit, too, <laughs> and what movies are coming up at the end of the year. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? 
Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or strugglesession.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.